Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. Well, we came back from South by Southwest and we're all healthy. No SARS. We are. I don't know how you did it, but I, t- I completely changed my routine this time. <laughs> did Robin show you the picture? I, no. Well, first of all, uh, I wore a surgical mask on the plane. <laughs> Seriously, I'm did. not kidding. Did you really? Yeah, yes, you... on the flight there That's and the back. And I really thought uh, people would be looking at me like, uh, what is wrong with him? And I was prepared. They you know, totally. if someone said... Are you sick? What's wrong with you? So I could say, no, you're sick. And I'm <laughs> and I'm not getting sick because I'm wearing this mask. And then when I was on the ground in Austin, I carried around a little a little vial of hand sanitizer. Oh. And every time I shook somebody's hand, I'd very discreetly, as soon as they walked away, <laughs> lather up the, the hand sanitizer all over my hands. And it worked. I, I have gotten that's... sick every year for like six, seven years wow. in a row. You know what I did? I hugged as many people as I could. Uh-huh. I didn't wear a mask. Yep. And uh, I feel great. And you just lived. My secret uh, is to be sick all the other days of the year. Uh, and also to uh, to focus more on uh, having my bones wear down. Uh, so yeah. uh, I, I feel fine. Grandpa. Uh, no, 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 uh, no cold or anything, but I'm ooh, you should watch so, him walk. so creaky. Oh, I am moving like a very, very old man. We thought we heard it all. We go to yeah. South by Southwest sitting Listen on to top of 1,800 of songs. something songs. And then we get there and like, who is this? How did this happen? Yep. So l- let's do this. Our recap show, let's play the discoveries, the great things that we saw all of South by Southwest. I'm happy to get it started. Okay. One thing I did a lot more of this year is pop-ins. Yeah. Normally I have my schedule completely mapped out. This time I did a lot more just walking around and I'd pass a club and I'd just go in and see what mm-hmm. see what was nice. playing. And this is a band that I discovered that way. It's called Bethlehem Steel. And uh, this is a trio from Brooklyn. Um, they've only been together for a few years, but they just make this gloriously loud, fuzzy rock. One thing I thought when I was watching this band and a lot of the others uh, this year was that there's there've been a lot of comparisons between Gen X and Millennials over the years, saying you know like well they're exactly the same, nothing's changed. And the truth is, you know, Millennials the 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 complaint about them is real or imagined is that they're they're entitled. And the complaint about every generation yeah, they say and about. and but the complaint about Gen Xers were they're lazy and they don't care. They're the whatever generation. And I felt like when I was watching a lot of the younger bands at South by this year, I really felt like that vibe is coming back, the whatever rock vibe. <laughs> and I loved it. Um, you know, it's bands that are more mopey than angry, even when they're playing loud and uh, maybe a little self-deprecating and disconnected. And with that in mind, Bethlehem Steel, they have an EP out now called Docking. And this song is called, yeah, I'm okay with my shit life. <laughs> <laughs> it it. I'm going to call this music, uh, coin the coin the new genre, whatever rock, whatever, whatever, whatever rock. I, that was that was my whole life, my twenties, whatever. It's just that little shrug emoticon. <laughs> yeah, whatever rock. <laughs> Bethlehem Steel is the 
band. Shrug rock is good. Shrug, shrug rock, rock, yeah. Ooh. Shrug rock is good. Mm. That's almost better than whatever rock. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's much better. Mm. You should the, just defer to me when naming all genres. Yeah, I, I named the genre. You just named it. This uh, is just like attitude. tiny desk. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. <laughs> you just think of this thing, and then I think, oh. This. Then you implement it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Bethlehem steals the band, and that uh, song is called "Yeah, I'm Okay with My Shit Life." Great uh, from Docking. Nice. Go to their Bandcamp page and check them out because there's a lot more, lot more music from them. In the 2,300 songs I've gathered up, never saw that band. Yep, they so. were they were just one I was lucky enough to happen upon. Nice, I like it. Uh, I brought a singer from uh, Chicago who said I just loved a guy named Al Scorch. Uh, and you you see him if you, when you see him on stage you're like that's Al. I can tell that's Al. <laughs> Big, tall, kind of lumbering guy with like a like a like an untucked rumpled button-up shirt um, with a, and a banjo and he looks like he looks I mean he's from Chicago and he just looks like a composite sketch of all of my favorite Midwestern drinking buddies, <laughs> and, and uh, he was, you know, he was funny and self-deprecating and goofy, and he'd 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 play with this incredible intensity, and his eyes would roll back in his head, and you would just see the wow. whites of his eyes, uh, these these very like old kind of old timey uh, like kind of prohibition era uh, banjo jams. I, I I really loved the energy of it, and just uh, gave me a gave me a warm feeling inside. Uh, this song is called Everybody Out. Everybody out, the place is hot, some blue nose bastard blew the spot, and we got to get going, no, we're gonna get got, let's go, yeah, let's go. Above the hoop on the barrel, stump the hooch in the gin, any moment that door will come busting in, but the excise man ain't gonna get no grin off of me, oh yeah, he'll see what does he see. I'm surprised. Yeah. I, I I could see Bob loving. Well, this. I was going to say you you've you've been doing this a couple of times now, which you 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 do the wackadoodle stuff and and <laughs> used to they oh there's a Bob wackadoodle card and now you're a wackadoodle. I just, I if, if he had like uh, 15 people and unicorns and dogs and bowler hats, <laughs> then yes, I would agree with you. But what this is 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 it's kind of like imagine if Pokey Lafarge had no fashion sense whatsoever. <laughs> I I love it. I was I just I, li- I wound up listening to that song over and over again. He's got a tiny bit of like John. Darnell in his voice. Uh, I I dig it. Hmm. Yeah, I could see Bob just stripping his shirt off and dancing around <laughs> like a maniac at that show. See it, man. All right. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to go somewhere completely different than both of you. Since both of you did something completely different, I'll do the same, which is that uh, I'm going to play something by an artist called Seva Delisa, an, mm. an artist that really uh, got me uh, when I listened to our batch of songs uh, and I walked into a club and so many of our performances that we saw, even if there was great music, so many of the performances were actually pretty dull. Mm-hmm. You know, people standing and playing instruments. And we're used to that. That's sort of the the more the norm than seeing sure. an actual person take command of a stage. Right. Sev Lisa took complete command of the stage. She was one of many artists I saw where it was an, uh, a singer with electronic backing mm-hmm. so you got the organic and the and we talked about this the organic and the electronic together a combination sure. that uh, i madly love and i have a few of those on this uh, on this show uh i'm going to play a, a song by Sebda Alicia. she's uh she's from the netherlands actually she's from iran uh but uh works out of the netherlands in, in um, uh, rotterdam uh, i'm going to play a cut from her and it's called marilyn monroe 
is true in this life i've never been the one in your eyes i've never been the truth all you saw was a broken with that beautiful spare electronic yeah. sound that uh, was fe- felt incredibly refreshing even though it's uh, you know something I mean Sylvanesso is a band sure there's a singer I saw named Jones who did a lot of that yeah. same stuff really good uh, that's Seven Delisa reminds me a little bit of the XX that yeah. has that sort there's of there's a lot of XX daughter type yeah uh, it for me it's a sound that I like but something about it makes me very anxious and a little claustrophobic mm-hmm. like uh, there's something so restrained about it that it makes me start to squirm after a bit okay oh, well let's hear a little <laughs> even <more>. better yeah <laughs> I love the sounds though yeah it's yeah good. very nice awesome uh, what you got Mr. Hilton well, something that that uh, works really well with a lot of the things you just said about her, uh, Louis Del Mar, um, a, a person whose performance, you know, like you said, we're used to seeing a lot of boring performances from some of our favorite bands. Um, and Louis Del Mar, this is a band that the, the frontman Danny Miller in it, so captivating. I mean, he just locks it. He never stopped looking at the audience. And even when he was just sort of looking out into the audience, you felt like he was looking right into your eyes. You know, he got off the stage at one point and it just, you could tell it made everyone uncomfortable, not in an awkward way, but just in, it was kind of unnerving to see him kind of prowl around the audience. And he was sort of all tensed up and wrapping the mic cable around him as he was sang. that the, the guy you showed me a picture he's really tall laying on the ground he's flat on his back spread eagle <laughs> on the ground everyone cleared a space for him and he was just lying spread eagle on the ground uh, it kind of looked like a, a stage dive that had gone very badly <laughs> 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 it's just completely flattened but uh louis del mar um really incredible performance uh, from that band and then also also the textures in the songs um this is one uh, that i heard before going to south by which is what made me want to see them the song is called malt liquor the party sideways once again mm, malt liquor Smiling sideways to my friends But we're all getting sicker
first half of the song before that craziness i couldn't really imagine louis delmar i had the same be, reaction be, being oh the performance yeah, how, how did he wind up on the floor yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. uh you it, yeah it's sort of like the steve delisa song you kind of have to let it sit for about a minute and a yeah. half or so and yeah. then it really starts to get twisted uh but all that craziness is indicative of what most of the show was like just very unconventional mm-hmm. polyrhythms lots of cool effects um he just signed with columbia or the wow. band just signed with Columbia, so uh, expect a full length from them some sometime down the line. Louis Del Mar. All right, I got a singer from uh, from Israel that all three of us saw simultaneously when we all thought we were <laughs> discovering her. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I I really really love this song going into the festival and was pleased at how much of of that rock star vibe came through on stage, even on a very, very small stage. Her name's Nanette Taeb. She is a star in Israel, but uh, just kind of breaking through here, just, you know, playing playing the festival, getting mm-hmm. getting the word out. And her songs just sound like stadium anthems. She has the presence of, a, of, of somebody who, like, if she's not standing on a big stage, I think inside her head she's standing <laughs> on a big stage. And I mean that as a great compliment. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she was terrific. Uh, this uh, particular song I especially love. It's called Child. Pass through that uh, chorus. It gets yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. Her her, her her songs are dynamite. I'm really intrigued about uh, I'm, I'm wanting to hear more. Did you in, invite her to come uh, come to play our desk or anything? That's uh, not my desk, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nanette! <laughs> I cannot tell you how awesome I felt at that show until I saw both of you there. <laughs> I really thought I'd found something. If I remember right, it was it was the top of the morning, so to speak. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, right it was, around uh, yeah. when everything was getting going. It was really a really beautiful way to start the day. She's a steamy performer, too. And Just the, Yeah, the way she, she dances on stage and... I'm telling you, man. She she all she needs is like 
a gigantic stage show. Yeah. And she'd rock it. Yeah. I mean, and so the tiny desk, anyway. perfect. Yeah, bring it to the tiny desk. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I saw an artist uh, I'd never heard before called Valley Queen. Chun Mueller, who runs Day Trotter, uh, had set up and, and does this at South by Southwest where he sets up a Day Trotter basically at a house recording bands uh, in a studio setting uh, and audio taping uh, their, their performances. And uh, I was curious how, how he did it. He's got great taste and 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 uh, will often seek each other out and like, hey, what are you going yeah. to see kind of thing. And he told me about uh, this band. He said, I got a band, Valley Queen, in a half hour. Why don't you come watch them? And I did, and, and I really, really loved it and loved them. The singer, Natalie Carroll, just had one of those voices. And I think we talked about this a lot in those who haven't listened to our late night dispatches. It's 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 worth listening from from Tuesday through Saturday, but <laughs> but we we talked lots. Each of us had a day where the voice just ruled. Yeah, and uh, for me, uh, this band, uh, Valley Queen and Natalie Carroll, uh, just won me over. Good music from a great band. I'm going to play a song from uh, them that I found on their Bandcamp page. Uh, it's called Whoever Said. She was one of those voices uh, that's uh, uh, the band Valley Queen um, that just won me over immediately. Yeah, the, that's a nice there, there's a, a, it's very uh, you know it's it's from the Neil Young school of great music, and <laughs> uh, and I'm okay with that. It really just uh, won me. It really was just a wonderful thing to hear. And I then went and saw him in a, in performance at a at a show, and also just just terrific. They were great. Fire. Valley Queen. Yes. Let's see. Let's go through. Uh, I've got at least three more songs to play. <laughs> I could. I could play a couple few more. I, bet okay. I could come up with three. Great. Let's take a little break, and uh, and come back, and we'll uh, play more great music from South by Southwest with Robin Hilton and Stephen Thompson. I'm Bob Boylan. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Blue Headphones. For 20 years, your favorite artists have used Blue microphones in the studio. Now Blue's radical new headphone design brings true studio sound to your ears, so you can hear new details in your favorite music. Find out why Esquire magazine called them the perfect headphones. Visit the store at blue-headphones.com and use coupon code NPR for a special price. There were many moments where we would all 
convene at the same <laughs> unintentionally. place unintentionally yeah. sometimes just two of us and and there was one i came to a bar and it was just like there are seats <laughs> uh, chairs i mean comfortable chairs it's like velvet it, it, there's like crushed velvet which crushed velvet uh, <laughs> right in front of the stage right in front of like the stage. two or three feet away from the it's stage it's like laying on a cloud and uh and i was there to see uh an artist named edith crash and and then you tapped me on the shoulder yeah from behind you, because you had just taken my seat i had gotten up for a minute i was like move <laughs> i didn't no. get up here yeah, no you didn't you stayed put edith crash a uh, singer originally from france she's now based out of la and her music is sort of a little folky a little bluesy but all dark and strange very sultry voice um, she's a one-woman band. She had a minimalist drum kit. It was like a bass drum. And I think she had a little kick with a, a tambourine attached to it. And she could fill a song up beautifully. Uh, but that said, she also had some that were just her and her guitar. And that's what I want to play, a song from Edith Crash called October. funny picking this song when I try to describe uh, Edith uh, Crash to somebody Robin I, I described them as somewhere between Led Zeppelin 3 and The Cure mm-hmm. now this song isn't Either. any of that this is a little bit of uh, while my guitar gently weeps I see. it's yeah. the same chord progression and yeah. I think that walking down from like a C to an A minor to mm-hmm. a G to an F yeah beautiful though she also sang in english uh but french really is the most romantic of all the languages just, especially when you say october, october. <laughs> <laughs> instead of october, however, however you yeah, say it right, yeah. the record is called uh her the record that's from is called patia which means go it's beautiful man take us down Stephen. yeah when you, w- so, nothing's yeah, no, more no. beautiful than yeah. hearing robin speak french no i i have uh, i have something really really similar to that it's a, a band called taco cat <laughs> um, led by a sort of cotton candy haired <laughs> powerhouse named Emily Noakes. Three women up front, a dude pounding on the drums. Let's just hear it. Let's hear I Hate the Weekend.
It was great to have that song going through my head. It's got to be you, Vaughn. That could be it's nobody else. It's pretty sweet, though. <laughs> a preview of what's to come. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it was really great uh, when, you're, when you have that song stuck in your head and you're at South by Southwest trying to wade through the throngs of, of drunk layabouts, <laughs> just lo- loitering, cigar-smoking layabouts Cheap to, get, to get from place to place. And you think about that song on the line, like, they flood our streets. <laughs> now, I don't live in Austin, but I, I, could, uh, I could certainly feel... You, you get it. I, I certainly got that. I had a I I had Taco Cat down on my list to see and I'm I'm sorry I never got to never great. got a chance to see him. Although I I can't get down with the message really. I I happen to love weekends. In fact, I have a song I sing every weekend. It goes, I love a weekend. And then now my son sings it every Friday when I pick him up from uh, from from preschool. He sings that. That hurt. And then and then he and then I and then I if I I sing I love a weekend and then I point to him and he says I know you love one too. <laughs> I'm going to play a song by a group called Lucky Chops. Nice. And uh, and and speaking of brightly colored cotton candy hair, Stephen Thompson, do you remember that lousy day you were having where you couldn't find anything to do? And uh, and and I tell you about uh, Mia Folick yeah. playing at a, at a little bar. And we get there, and sitting down at the table was a guy who I've seen, you know, a couple oh, of different times with really bright cotton. He had pink. And blue cotton candy colored hair. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a. It was ninety two like degrees, and it was a fur. And I and I had to go up to him and I said, "Is it real? <laughs> What's your glitch, man? Do you exist only in my in the haunted circus that is my brain?" And 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 he. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and Joe 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 told me that uh, that he. Um, that the fox was real, it was fur, hmm. P.S., and I figured, and I, of course, asked, are you in a band? And, of course, he said yes, and he says, I'm in a band called Lucky Chops. I said, cool, man. And uh, and I thought that was that until later that night I got a, a text from this guy, Tamir, who's the uh, one of the fellows in, in the group Mother Falcon. Uh, and, and he writes to me and he says, uh, Lucky Chops, you've got to see them. They're playing in 15 minutes at Empire Control Room. And and I get there, and there is I, I'd say that place holds probably six, seven hundred people, mm-hmm. and they were all like arms in the air and people screaming and dancing to music I hadn't heard. And it was just these crazy, crazy saxophone players, reminded me a bit of Moon Hooch, of which sure. later I asked them because they're from New York, uh, Lucky Chops. I said, and Moon Hooch is too. I said, do you know Moon Hooch? He says, oh yeah, of course. Well, these guys are are just a breakout uh, band. Apparently, they have over a million YouTube hits. Of their one of their songs because some tourists from South America took a video of them playing in the subway and it, uh. and it immensely went like that. I didn't know anything about that, but they were just amazing. I'm going to premiere a song because I wrote to these guys and told them how much I loved them, and they sent me a song that no one's heard yet. So I'm going to premiere a song from Lucky Chops, and it is called Best Things. lot smoother than I was imagining based on what you said. I thought, like, especially with the comparisons to Moon Hooch. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to say that this the this studio recording and what I saw live uh, felt really different. The, 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 the live show was out of control uh, and, uh, and much dirtier, grittier 
Uh, I like their melodies though, and those really shown in both settings. And uh, that's a group, uh, and they're called Lucky Chops. Lucky Chops. Yes. Awesome. Uh, Where are we going next? Let's let's hear a band that I guess Bob knew and I didn't know until South by, a band called And the Kids. Um, you had them in for a tiny I was desk. Say, they played a tiny they desk played concert. A, I was on paternity leave. I was on paternity yeah, leave that's last year when you. Excuse, right? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. By now, I, by that logic, I've had fifty-seven kids by now. Right? No. Um, <laughs> and the kids, uh, this three women from Massachusetts, just love their energy, their their playfulness. They're very wry. I don't know if it was just the mood I was in or what, but I just felt this genuine love between the band members. Is that the night we went out drinking? Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> felt I so good. Was. And and a, love, a lot of love with the audience, too. It, just, it was a, just a very feel-good show. They had Their debut record came out last year uh, called Turn to Each Other, and uh, this song from And the Kids is called All Day, All Night. As I, I say, as playful as they were during the performance and what a great sense of humor they all seemed to have, there was something very wistful about the show that left me wishing that I were younger and, and for some reason. And, <laughs> I and, experience and, that with every show. Well, in, in a way that it's it sort of like maybe taps in a little bit to the whatever rock or shrug rock that I, I mentioned at the top of the show, which is longing for a time when I had a lot fewer responsibilities, mm-hmm. you know. And um, there's something about their performance and their music that really left me feeling... Uh, a little wistful like that. I think when you uh, are in your second, third uh, day... Oh, I thought you were going to say drink. (laughs) (laughs) At at, uh, South by Southwest, um, lots of uh, feelings and emotions begin to rise to the surface, and you wind yourself at some band in tears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had several moments like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little rawer than than usual with that. Actually, I got to see George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic on the last day of the festival, and it was a complete shambles, but I wept. It was yeah. it was so it was just so beautiful and I think yeah the the emotions are just bubbling right there on the surface. Uh, and the kids was the band uh, and the song was all day all night from Turn to Each Other. Great musicianship in this band too. You you it just sounds like a pretty straight up rock band, uh, but when you watch them, if you really watch them play, they are very very talented. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, well, you guys may have noticed. I don't know if you remember. It was a long 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 time ago. Uh, NPR Music had a showcase. At South by Southwest. It's all the way back. Oh, this think, past week, this think, Wednesday. Think back to me, all like last Wednesday. That was about 84 about, bands about ago. About 80 <laughs> bands ago for, for, for me. And it was a dynamite lineup we had. And a lot of these, you know, we've got videos up all over the site. We had uh, Vince Staples. We had uh, Margot Price, the country singer. We had Charles Bradley, who was amazing. We had yeah. a group called Chicano Batman. Uh, we had Mitski, Mitski, a, uh, a, a Bob Boylan favorite who, uh, in spite of the fact that Bob champions her, I really, really think she's great. And uh, and uh, a, a singer and rapper named Anderson Pack, 
who uh, we may have we talked about him on this show before. We've yet to talk about Anderson wow. Pack on the show, which is uh, kind of odd. I amazing. I have been absolutely slamming this record in my car for the weeks leading up to the festival in anticipation of his show. Uh, is it, it because the cassette's stuck in the player? The cassette, <laughs> the cassette is, is stuck in the player. It's just a single. Same song over and over again. No. Uh, he's got an album called Malibu, and I, I just marvel at how seamlessly he switches back and forth between hip-hop and soul and rapping and singing and all tied up in a really fully thought-out persona. I mean, he's got a, he's got a real story to tell and he's coming from a very distinct place and he's got this very sandy, distinct voice. It's not, it's not exactly like Kendrick Lamar, but in the way that you can identify Kendrick Lamar's voice anywhere, mm-hmm. I feel like I can identify Anderson Pack's voice anywhere. He was all over the Dr. Dre Compton soundtrack last summer. Anyway, love this record, loved his set. The song here we're going to play from Malibu is called The Season slash Carry Me. With Anderson Pack's show that we did at Stubbs and, and have recordings of, as you mentioned, that he he was so intense uh, up as a lead singer of this uh, a, a band. The band is was basically bass and guitar, uh, and unexpectedly to me, because I'd never seen him, runs over full force, starts playing the drums yeah. and singing. Yeah, uh, he was uh, all over the yeah, stage, running really back was. and forth. It's, yeah. it's just it's a guy who's clearly spent years and years and years figuring out exactly who he is as an artist and now it's just like here you go world mm. i i'm i i'm excited i'm i'm just can't wait to see what he does next i ran to see one night i went to see john congleton uh-huh. john congleton is an artist who we've had as a guest dj we think the world of the, i feel the, like you could do all songs bingo and have john congleton's <laughs> name in the center square <laughs> good point uh lots of records he's produced yeah. saint vincent spoon you want to rattle some off uh yeah saint vincent he's worked with david byrne let's see angel olsen was, yeah, the, was oh that was a brilliant record he did yeah angel olsen. he worked with sparks saint franz ferdinand That's right. and and he uh also does his own project and this one's called uh, John Congleton and the Nighty Night and we had that on the show just recently I'd never seen John perform I walk into the Mohawk uh, and there's a ton of people and I look and there is a surprise Sylvan Esso show going on (laughs) and they're playing new music and this is wonderful but I want to see John who's in another room they're outside and he's inside and I walk away from the 
what must be 750, whatever the capacity of the Mohawk outside is, oh, missing new Not song. Not counting all the people who were sitting on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe more like 1,500 Yeah, you got pretty, you got pretty uh, squashed. squashed yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, walk into the other room, and there are only about 15 of us, wow. uh, including Robin. That's generous. And then John is in there singing and contorting his body's heart out if you yeah. can do that i mean he, he he was possessed yeah i it's it reminded me of the best mountain goat show i'd ever seen wow. in in lyricism poetry and but then there was something that he was doing with both his vocal tuning where he had many different harmonics uh, coming out of a sing- of a single voice, so he, you know, an effect on his voice. A keyboard player who was playing what seemed like uh, a detuned piano of sorts, and it made the room feel like you were it was kindly flipping slowly around, mm-hmm. and it was just an astonishing, astonishing show. Uh, not everybody's taste, I'm sure but I just madly loved it. I'm going to play a, a bit of a song from John Congleton, which is a full band, a little different than what we saw that evening. Uh, but wow, here we go. They found a full set of broken teeth peppered in the bramble and my lantern jaw and my bourgeois draw and my embossed thrashing belt Let's turn the weapons on ourselves They found a running table saw With a blood trail leading off To a list of demons I held close And they are legion, not grown tails Let's turn the these cuts up online uh what a great song until stay the horror with goes me, stay with me. <laughs> and a great very, show very from uh, john congleton yeah but there's so many layers with and textures going, going on, on. yeah that and, and it is kind of a, both cartoon and a horror show his songs feel like time. panic attacks to me <laughs> and this one feels like a panic attack i remember he wrote he wrote a note to me and uh, others uh when the record came out and he said uh, after much foot dragging i'm putting out a record I finished some time ago. Uh, it's my first full-length record of my own material in f- five years. Very much a personal documentation of the last few years of my life, which were a time of extreme personal discovery and growth. It's so good to you could just see just so much pouring out of him in that performance at yeah. South by Southwest. We're on our last round of songs. We're talking about great things that we discovered, saw, and were amazed by at uh, at the great music festival in Austin. Some of us were there for six and some less, but it doesn't matter. We all saw a big ton of great music. All right, one more. Talisco, the band's Talisco, three guys from Paris. Their performance was just as celebratory as the song I'm going to play from them. They they were on this teeny tiny little stage, but they never stopped jumping up and down and (laughs) pumping their fists and leaping in the air. I mean, they were all just drenched by the end. They looked like they just run a marathon or like a Tough Mudder or something like that. They were just, they put everything into that show, and it was such a thrill to watch them. Uh, Talisco, the song I want to play from their record, Run, uh, the song is called The Keys. We have the keys, they grabbed our kids. We are not alone yet. Enjoy, my dear. We have the keys, they grabbed our kids. 
Wow, guys. I, I, you know, Stephen and I were literally leaping around and dancing like idiots, and I look over and Bob's just looking down at his computer going... I'm like, he doesn't even see He can't even see There were high kicks. I saw every one of them. I was trying to ignore every one of them as well. Now, I know that Robin likes, you know, you exercise and stuff, so I imagine this being like a pumping song to you. When I looked over and saw Stephen, I thought, wait a minute. He doesn't move voluntarily. That's true, but you know what? I honestly, I like listening to Sparkle Horse and stuff like that when I exercise. And sometimes the show, and if that isn't depressing, then I don't. Yeah. Oh, this show? Yeah, I know. While you're exercising? Oh, my yeah. God. Well, so, you know, you have to have to hear and make sure it went out right and everything. But anyway, Talisco. <laughs> These guys, three guys from Paris. I know this isn't like me to go for this, but it was just such a celebration of life and joy and love. And uh, You don't usually. And it, and it really it was so, felt so good to be there. The crowd just swarmed the stage after these guys got done playing. Like, everyone wanted to talk to them and tell them how much they loved the show. And it was wonderful. Really sorry I missed that one. Yeah, it was a good one. I just want to mention and thank all the people. You talk about people coming up to the band. Uh, all the people that came up to uh, us. I'm sure you, Stephen, maybe one or two. They came up to me and asked me to take uh, take, take photographs of, of someone. Me uh, someone actually came up to me at a show and said, "I know you hate Stephen, but, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, I, I had that happen a couple of times." He said, "I know you hate Stephen, you really but I like really, me. if you look at this, and he pulled out, he had he had a list of all the bands playing, and he had circled all the ones that were in the Austin 100. Oh, and he said, he said. It's just a Bible to go see, wow. go see stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that happened a couple of t- times too. But um, God, I hate saying that. It just that ended too, with the, uh, I know you hate Stephen. Me <laughs> no, too. Oh yeah, exactly. Your, your head just swelled should, more. We should point out that up those headphones. That hundred song playlist is fully downloadable only. <laughs> no, listen, no, only no, until. True. All right, fine. Well, okay. <laughs> all right, everybody, quiet. I should mention that that Austin 100 is fully downloadable only until March 31st. So if you're going to download all 100 of the songs, many of which we're playing here today, you know what? Yeah. Um, you, you know, should, uh, you should get on that. You actually, you, you yeah, even no, get to play another are song now. Pretty you, good songs. Yeah, they are pretty good songs. Hey, I've got a song from uh, the Austin 100. <laughs> the song that Robin just played is on the Austin 100, and the right. next song that I'm going to play is on the Austin 100. And I hope nobody is drinking every time I say the words Austin 100. Uh, band from Shreveport. Louisiana, Bob, you had them at the tiny desk. Uh, Serotones. Ah, yes. Uh, what a great pick they were for the tiny desk, and what a just terrific, commanding performance they put on at maybe the best club in Austin, the Parish. I was oh. just gonna say the Parish. <laughs> was, <laughs> I mean, it is. It's, it's yeah. so it's you the... walk in and you're like, why is it so clean? Yes. Um, and yet, and, and the, the sound, sound is the best. sound it's is clean really good without being sterile. Anyway, I could talk about the Parish all night. I won't. Uh, but uh, the Serotones, I mean, it's just a kick-ass rock band with just all the stage presence in the world. Let's hear Necromancer. <laughs> I did a, uh, a little panel with Jim Fusilli, and Jim's topic was about grown-ups and music and how they find it and don't find it, and for the very many reasons. And one of the things Jim said during the panel was he said, I mean, for older people, 
I mean, serotones are every bit as good as Big Brother and the Holding Company, mm-hmm. Janis Joplin's uh, backup band for a while. And and right, I mean, it's all just great rock and roll and great musicians. And yeah, I thought the I thought the show was tremendous. I was actually. Um, uh, field guide for Audie Cornish, All Things Considered host uh, that night. And we kind of kept walking into clubs as bands were stopping, or I would walk in thinking it would be one band and it would be a punk band. And you see the singer sort of lunging at us as we walk in. And so I was like, I got I to gotta, I gotta take her to a sure bet. Took her yeah. to Serotones. Excellent. I was right. Yeah. Well, one more, and then we will stop talking about South by Southwest for a while. For a year. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Well, for 11 year. months. Yeah, or... until Steven starts on the Austin 100 again, which is probably December. Next year is going to be next year is going to be even better. <laughs> How could that be, Stephen? It was perfect this year. The Austin 101. Yeah, that's one way to improve yeah. it. I was wondering about you guys and how, like, we all picked songs before we went. We picked four songs for our preview show, and I was curious how that that wound up going. Like, I try to see all four of the bands I put on the preview show, of course. Uh, one of them, uh, which was um, the band Chaos, the Japanese yeah. band. They flew into Denver and then, uh, unexplained reasons, had to fly right and turn right back to Japan. Japan, wow, oh, man. Which was really sad, and and uh, I hope you come back if you do. Uh, I'm wondering if it had anything to do with their swords, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I, f- I feel for them. Just the idea, that idea of the anticipation to play South by, and then have to be turned back around. It was just awful. But out of the four bands I picked, I missed. I obviously didn't see Chaos. A little disappointed with uh, September Girls, though I really liked the record. And then I played Holly McVie, who was just glorious. We did oh, a yeah. tiny South by uh, a Lullaby, which is a series of concerts that you you ought to go watch because there are intimate performances. We did Mountain Wolf. We did Marin Morris, Lucius. There are just so many. Timmy uh, Thomas. And Timmy Thomas. So many. Declan McKenna, yep. who's a new artist that... Uh, that uh, 17 years old. Yeah, and, and that one's up online. Uh, anyway, so um, I I did pretty good. And, and my very favorite, did you do did you do well? I saw all four of the ones that I played on the show. Of those, I saw Julia Jacqueline in a very, very crowded, noisy room, which mm-hmm. wasn't the best but venue she heard for shows her. shows were good. Uh, I saw Dodge and Fusky, the group oh, yeah. that did Killer Bees, yeah. in a strobe-lit toilet. Uh, <laughs> it was just I'm a... Not sure what that <laughs> means, but It was going. just a basement dance club. Club gotcha. that uh-huh. was that was wow. so 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 not my scene, but they, I mean you know, and it's two guys standing at laptops, yeah. but I still love the love the music. Uh, I saw Odetta Hartman, yeah. who I talked about a couple weeks ago, and thought was dynamite. I was trying to drag everybody I knew uh, to. I'm so sorry, I got to, there late. You got there that. just in time for her encore, but uh, really, just so many ideas thrown at the thrown off the stage. And my favorite, one of my favorite performances of the whole festival was the band that I tried to get Cy Cy DeBlount to go to. Uh, the toy guitar. Toy guitar. And it's you see them and it's like a bunch of lifers. You can tell it's it's like people who've been on rock and, on club stages for, you know, 20 years or so. And they just had all the chops in the world and all the hooks in the world. And I loved them. It wasn't they weren't reinventing anything, but they were doing what they were doing, that kind of pop punk sound. They were mm-hmm. doing it so unbelievably well. I just loved them. I didn't do do as well with. I mean, I saw lots of great stuff that was completely new to me, but I never made it uh, to see uh, Mal Blum. Mm. Uh, I never saw Dirty Dishes, and uh, and I never saw Regrets. Where the, the three I saw that, the Regrets, yeah, and I miss. You know, like if you see like uh, the wall. Uh, behind me in the office in the weeks leading up to it, it's like a, a beautiful mind matrix, you know, where I have all these like lines drawing like here, because that's what it's like when you go to Austin, the band you want to, you've just seen a band at point A and point B is three miles away and the show's just now starting. Mm-hmm. And I kept running into things except, like that. Except every like once that. in a while, they're all clustered together and you see them in perfect succession. Right. Yeah. I did yeah. miss the Quaby Sisters band. They played at like noon somewhere when I was doing something else. Yeah, the, My winning show, I think, was uh, a group called Overcoats. Mm. Uh, and they played, it was one of my few shows I got to see at uh, St. David's at oh, uh, one of the two churches we loved to go to. Uh, I sat down and I wound up sitting next to Hannah's parents. Hannah's one of the two female singers in this in this quartet. And I thought they had the most beautiful sound. They're two great singers up front and the most minimal electronic percussion and sounds behind them. It was so beautiful. It harkens back to, we talked a little about uh, Sylvanesso, talked about uh, another band I played earlier, Seb Delisa, that organic and, and electronic sound. I think of all the groups I saw that nobody hardly knows, I think they're going to be the most winning of 
of all. I'd like to play, go out on a song uh, by uh, Overcoats called The Fog. Wow. Did you make church we shows? M- we made it. I, I did make it to the uh, Billy Martin show, which was at the Central <sighs> Presbyterian Church, and that was just lovely. She was so funny. Uh, she got through the entire show, and then she said, um, did I ever say who I am? And everyone <laughs> in the audience said, no. <laughs> and she just sort of said coyly, oops. And then never Billy, told no, me. Didn't say. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a uh, singer named Marina Kay at uh, at the Central Presbyterian Church. Oh, I miss that one and too. her voice just it like shook the the high ceilings. She nice. hit. She was hitting notes so hard. She she was great. She sounds like a star. So much to talk about, uh, but we'll stop. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your mic out. Thanks, everybody. Thank Thanks, you. Vampire Music. Let's listen to the Overcoats. It's all songs considered. If you liked this podcast, discover the rest of the NPR portfolio at npr.org slash podcasts and learn more about eight of the country's top 20 podcasts according to PodTracks podcast metrics. That's npr.org slash podcasts.